Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Attorney will join the call soon. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is um, uh, today is uh, July twenty first. The time is about uh, the time is about four uh, thirty p.m. Reddy NPC does conduct conference calls every single day. For those people who are in the Zoom conference, you can raise your hand to ask the question. Uh, for those people who are uh, listening to this in the podcast, radio, and other media, you can check our timings at rnlaptop.com. Go ahead, uh, Apurva. Yeah. Uh, hello, Rahul Garu. Um, I uh, actually spoke with you like two weeks ago about my H1 application, which was pending. So we have applied for premium processing recently on June 30th. And my application says it was administratively closed on July 12th. And I didn't get any notice yet. About what why- application? What is the uh, what H1 is the- case? Administratively closed. Why? Why is it administratively closed? Closed. Uh, we didn't know yet. Uh, we didn't get any receipt notice yet. They said they have sent a notice. Uh, it has all the information on it, but we didn't get any notice yet. Uh, but what we were expecting is because uh, my H one start date was after October first, twenty twenty. I mean, my H one was picked in second lottery and. Uh, while filing, we mentioned our uh, start date was after October 1st. So we were expecting that that would be the reason why they have closed my application uh, case. But on June 23rd, uh, they have uh, released an update saying that whichever applications were closed due to the start date can resubmit their applications and USCIS will reconsider that uh, applications. But my premium was closed on July 12th and I don't know why it was closed. Okay, um, right now, I, I think so it's better that you have a consultation with a lawyer from our office because it's definitely doesn't sound good at all. But something is absolutely wrong with it. So I would recommend Stephen Brown or Christina Hernandez in our office. For you to consent. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Next person, please. Ram. Uh, Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking the call. So I have a question regarding my 485 that I filed uh, uh, in the last October. Mm -hmm. Uh, In part eight, there was a question uh, called, have you ever been denied a visa to the United States? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I have answered no. Uh, just a few days back when I uh, recollected, there was a scenario in 2006 uh, for my first H1, I got a 220NG mm-hmm. that was uh, on the company tax returns. Mm-hmm. 
But did and you get it denied or is it only 221G? It's just the 221G. I got it twice uh, because the employer could not provide the details. You did but, not uh, answer my question. 221G is asking questions. But did you, after that, got the H1 denied or not? Uh, because uh, I, I never got an answer from the employer. I don't think so. He answered anything and I don't know the outcome of it. Okay. So, so would that be uh, considered? Uh -huh. No. Sorry. That, that's definitely not considered to be, uh, that's definitely not considered to be denial. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, sir. That's the only question I have. Next person, please. Priyadarshini. Priyadarshini. Hello. Are you able to hear me? Yes, yes we can. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Uh, thanks for your time. Uh, actually, I got RFE for I-485 that we have submitted in the last October. In our case, my husband is the primary applicant and I am the beneficiary. So for my husband, they just asked for the medical RFE and for me, medical RFE, plus they have asked the evidence for maintaining the non-immigrant status. My question is that actually I am currently working in H-1 visa and my H extension got denied in 2018. And mm -hmm. I was staying, actually, I, I applied in March and I was staying till November. And then once after my H extension denied, I moved back to India. After the mm -hmm. denial, I stayed here for three days. So what would be the you know, proof that we have to provide for those eight months? Apart from receipt number, we don't have anything for that period. So you have the receipt notice, but the denial came when? Uh, it came on November. And when did you left the country? Uh, within two days after the notice, uh, no, they say, for example, they gave on number 18. I left number 20 after two are days. You, are you trying to respond? Is there any lawyer responding to the RFE? Uh, we are trying to respond. Don't. Okay. Don't. Go, through, go through the lawyer. There is a memo in the USCIS. They should only be looking into the status since your last entry into the United States. And you were in a period of authorized stay until your denial came in. And after the denial, you left the country within 180 days. So you're pretty safe though, but don't try to respond by yourself. Okay, sir. Okay. okay. It, it's, not, it's not that you could get the denial, but there are a lot of, I mean, if you do, if you go with any lawyer, I mean, doesn't have to be with us. If you go with any lawyer and if they know the basic stuff of the 485, you will get the I-485 approval. Don't do it by yourself because okay. there is a gap and all those things, okay? But okay. yeah, it's an easy thing to answer. No problem. You are in no problem. Your 485 will be approved. Okay. Okay, sir. Okay. And try to respond as soon as possible because if the prior date is current and you got the medical RFE, that's a time for celebration, okay? Okay. Okay, sir. Next person, please. Rajesh. Hello, sir. <clears throat> Thank you, Rahul Garu, for taking the um, for helping us. Uh, two questions, sir. I have um, my one forty is approved with my previous employers. Um, mm -hmm. I have two one forty approved. One is an EB one, uh, sorry, EB two and EB three. But mm -hmm. um, last eight months back, I changed the employer for mm -hmm. COVID situations. I had to change. So my new employer, he's. Okay to start my green card, but not now in June 22. What What is your priority date? June 2011. So EB3 wait, is current. Wait, 
Yep, sorry, why, why did you change eight months ago when the prior to date was current? I was laid off, to put it in straight, yeah. That makes because sense. Of the COVID, because of okay, the COVID so situation, yeah. Whatever the situation might be, that makes sense. But if yeah. you left, that would have been bad. Okay, now, yeah. the, now the next question that pops up is, so this company that you're joining right now, is going to file a green card after 2022? Is that what you're telling me? June 2022. Wow. That would be after one. Uh, they have their company policies. They will wait until like one year of my uh, employment. Okay, condition. so what's your, what's your question to me? So my question is, what? how will that impact my um, extensions? Because by the you time they good. apply, that would... You're good. By the time, okay. You, and, you, uh, may, you may only be technically speaking up you may be only eligible for one-year extensions, but I don't see any problem in getting the extension though. So when you said one-year extensions, even if I get my labor approved or even if I don't- Doesn't matter. My firm. Okay. It doesn't matter whether they applied, they didn't apply. With the previous I-140 approval, you can still get, you can still get a one-year extension. May not be two years, uh, three years, sorry. Okay, okay. So I have one more question, sir. So when mm -hmm. I was laid off, uh, when I joined my new employer, I had mm -hmm. I worked for two employers. There's an overlap of 20 days. Will that impact my green card? Did you ever left the country, outside the country and come back? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. Um, remember I was speaking with the other lady that they should only look into the status from the time they, you last entered the United States. You're saved with that memo. So, which means the 20 days, whatever the overlap for company A and company B will is forgot is forgotten. Oh, perfect. All right. Thank you very much for helping us, Rahul Gan. Thanks, Vinay. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I'm currently working on H1B, uh, and I have a stamped visa until 2023. And uh, due to personal reasons, I uh, was planning to uh, go back to India. And my employer does not have a company based out of India. It's a US-based employer. So in the worst case, if I have to uh, resign this job you know, and go back to India, uh, what will happen to the, the remaining balance in my H-1B that is stamped until 2023? Will I be able to reuse it later if I get a chance to come back to US from a new employer? Yes, you can. If you have a stamping until 2023, let's say, for example, you go outside the country, you leave the job and some other company files a H-1B, you can still come back into the United States and uh, uh, with, the, with the second company, with another company, you can still back. So, for example, the second company will be, let's say, Pepsi. Um, even though you don't have a stamping with Pepsi, you can use Coca-Cola stamping in your passport and use the H-1B approval of Pepsi to come in. But when you come in, you have to clearly tell them you are not working for Coca-Cola, you're working for Pepsi. Hello? Vinay? Yeah, sorry, I was muted. Yeah, thank you, Rahul. Uh, so uh, does... Uh, the, the second time that I come back to US, uh, should that be within the 2023 period or can I come anytime in the future? Within 2023, without stamping, you can come. 
after okay. 2023 you don't have a stamping you cannot come however after 2023 uh, 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 pepsi can still file an h1b for you uh-huh. okay uh, how long uh, you did you use your 6 years of h1b do you have an i140 approval uh i140 is pending it was uh, uh, submitted in january 2021 how long did you use the h1b uh my fourth year is running fourth year is done fifth year started now assuming the i140 is approved and six months have passed and coca cola has not withdrawn the h, uh, h uh, i140 uh-huh you can come back into united states on pepsi's h1b with a new stamping in the next 50 years okay and that would be the cap exempt is it that is absolutely right next person please okay thank you veera reddy hi rahul garan thanks for taking the call my priority date is 2014 i have applied i485 last october and i received my eid and advance payroll my question is right now i have a full time job and i have part time job part time well, job let, yeah let me understand one thing is your sure. did you say your i140 is approved yes my i140 is approved under eb3 so it was a downgrade eb3 i140 yes. approval yes okay keep going yeah so right now i received my eid and ep uh, mm-hmm. last week Uh, right now i have an h1b and i have a concurrent h1b for my part time job can i convert it to eid and continue my both jobs or is there any issue for green card education your i140 is approved you have an eid yes. approval if i were you i would turn the um, make the h1b approval to use for eating palli Okay, sure. So I can work multiple jobs without any issue. You can do three jobs, yes, sir. Okay, sure. Thank you, sir. And I have one Thank more you. question. If I travel to India, um, mm-hmm. if suppose uh, if I if uh, because uh, if I stay more than two months or three months, is there any date limit? I need to come back. Uh, try to come back within three months. Don't prolong long. Okay. Okay. And if sure. you want to do more than that, uh, have a consultation with me. Consultation doesn't sure. mean that you're go- you're having a good thing. There's something bad with you, or with the process. Sure. Okay? okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. Try yeah, to avoid you, that. Sir. Next yeah, question. Yeah. Thank you. Shant. Hello. Uh, hello, Rahul. Yes, sir. Hi. Hi. This is Sushant. Uh, so, Rahul, I have a question. Now, I was actually working for Company A. and uh, i actually have an approved i140 with a priority date of july 2016 uh, now actually i am moving to company b and as new employee will start my green card process in within 6 months they can actually port my priority date now uh, since my you know the current uh, i140 is with eb3 and now the current priority date is i think july 2013 and uh, say if this i140 process takes may take like say close to 2 years to complete in my new company now during this time say if this gc priority date becomes current but you know since that my priority date of july 2016 becomes current and mm-hmm. uh, like later say it has moved to another date after this uh, i140 uh, after i get my i140 approval in my new company say if this priority date has moved to a future date like say something like 2017 or 2018 uh, can i still file for my i485 once my i140 is approved 
Yes, you can. But let me ask you this. Yes, you can. Uh -huh. So even if the priority date moves to 2018, when 2016 comes can, with a new company, can you file a 485? Yes, you can. My first question to you would be, uh -huh. why are you changing the job right now? Okay. Yeah. The, the thing is, what happened is after I changed my job, uh, you know, then this thing happened. Like had this, uh, like after I accepted this offer, then this priority date actually moved. That is what what happened. Can you go back to the old company? No, Rahul, I don't think so. Okay. Well, you don't have much option. Okay. Is there any time frame within which this I-485 has to be filed after the priority date becomes current? With the same company? Yes. yes. With a different company, there is no time frame. Okay. So even if the priority date has become like say 2018 or 2019. And 2019. And you yeah. are in, you are in two. To, uh, you are in uh, 2030. Uh, can you still file the 485 application? Yes, you can. Okay, okay. Uh, actually, the, thank you so much, Rahul. I have another question. Now, say I'm working for this uh, company from here, uh, from like actually this uh, this company is in Chicago and I'm actually working from Reno from home. I'll be moving to Chicago and like say, if the office is not open there, uh, again, I will have to work from home over there. So right now my LCA was posted here in this uh, company. And uh, actually it was posted from home here saying that I'm working from home. So say if I'm working from home in Chicago also, should my LCA be posted there? Where, where are previously, what's the work location? First work location right. was actually the thing is this company is in Chicago, but I'll be working from Reno. I'll be working remotely actually. Reno, Reno, Nevada? Yes, Reno, Nevada. Yeah, they need to file a H1B amendment if you're moving. Okay. The thing is, the what they actually asked me is they are they uh, they have actually in the LCA they have mentioned that work location as the downtown Chicago office, but they asked me to post this LCA in my house, saying in Reno, saying that I got, but yeah. but they didn't mention Reno, Nevada in the LCA, and you will be working from Reno, Nevada, is right? Yeah, they mentioned that. They mentioned that on the LCA that I'll be working from Reno, Nevada. Ah, so your only question is, do you need to post it at your home in Reno, Nevada? No, my question is like after I move to Chicago and say if I'm working from home over there because that downtown office is still not open, should they post that? Should I uh, like, you know, uh, no, you, you're fine. They already posted in the company premises and it is within the same MSA. They don't have to, you don't have to post it to your home. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Next person, please. Vijay. Yes. Can you hear me? Hi, Rahul. Y yes. Yes. Uh, my question is uh, related to visiting visa extension and uh, biometrics. Uh, so this is for my in-law. Um, she um, she's here. Um, she came here in uh, September last year, and uh, you know the ninety-four I ninety-four uh, is valid till March. Um, we applied for extension in February. It was an online application, and um, um, so we were notified about biometrics in June. Uh, uh, but you know, I was looking in the you know for, for the notice in the mail. Uh, but by the time we realized it's actually in the online account, we passed the appointment date. Um, so right now the status is still showing as biometric scheduled. Uh, she's here right is, now, is right? Yeah, she's, she's, she's here. still here right now. Wait, take the notice and go. They will honor it most of the time. I see. Okay. 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 Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Ram. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking the call. Uh, I'm on H1B, uh, which is valid until 2024. 
and uh, my wife has a visa h4 visa stamping which is valid until feb 2024 so we have applied for uh, h4 ead uh, uh, i mean uh, when when my h1 uh, was getting extended uh, uh, along with along with h4 extension and h4 ead was also applied uh, but like later my wife went to india and she got her h4 visa stamped and then we again applied for a standalone h4 ead so we have two applications pending but uh, right now i i got another opportunity with a new company uh, and uh, i'm having a h1 transfer so what what are my odds here in the sense that uh, whether my h previous h4 ead applications will uh, will i would be on a work. defensive end and file a ead again for her h4 ead again though Okay. Okay. Because I, I just sometimes what happens is, is your existing company withdraws the H H one B. These people don't look into anything. Oh, H one B is withdrawn. I'm going to deny the H four. They don't look into it properly. Okay. So I don't want to, her to be in danger. That's the reason why. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So we have two wait, applications pending actually. Ah, ah, ah. Sorry. So she went back and she came back. She has a standalone EADs, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no. I. I. Sorry. I take back. You're fine. She doesn't need to file EAD again. Okay. So the standalone for sure will get approved. Uh, yeah. That for sure. The first one may or may not. The standalone should get approved. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The next person, please. Harpuli. Harpuli. Hey, uh, it's kind of like the same question, so probably like we can just skip it. Sure. Next person, Thanks. please. Madhu. Madhu. Yes, Rahul Gar. Do you hear me? Yes. Yes, I can. Yes, uh, Rahul Gar. I, I think I asked this question uh, related to my aging out uh, previously, Kate. Um, Uh, my priority date is current uh, from july 1st and uh, we submitted withdrawal uh, letter to the uscs to withdraw their her uh, f1 visa uh, there is no response yet is that okay to wait doesn't matter doesn't you have matter. the doesn't matter whether it's denied approved yeah, i okay. won't care about it okay and your i140 your i140 is approved is right Yes, uh, downgraded I one forty I premium process and it is approved. I don't care about that one. Doesn't okay. matter. And she have only six months uh, to uh, cross her twenty uh, one year. Yes, but she is going to masters. So for that uh, application, can we give her H four? Because I didn't receive a year yet. Yeah, absolutely. Give her H four. H four is still valid until six months. Yeah. Six. Okay. Thank you very much. That's question. Thank you. Next person, please. Ishwar, hi, Guru. Thanks for taking my uh, query. Uh, my query is uh, uh, actually my place of birth in passport is Tirupati in Andhra Pradesh, but actually my place of birth is uh, village uh, near to uh, Tirupati. It's a twenty miles distance. If I get my birth certificate from my village, so it's uh, my village. Is it good to file I four eighty five or any issues will be there? Uh, Due to this mismatch of place of birth, you mean to say place of birth is where on the passport? In passport, it's mentioned as Tirupati, but place of birth yeah, certificate. If fine. I get, if I get that's from fine. my okay. yeah, yeah. Let's say your village is Kondapur. Okay, 
Okay. So if you if you get the Kondapur certificate, make sure you mention mm-hmm. you mention Kondapur in the four eight five application. That's all. Okay. Not with the some, passport. Not 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 with the passport. If somebody asked, we can always explain. Look, Tirupati is the nearest town. That's the reason they put it there. So is it in the same? Yeah, it's a nearest town. Yes, uh, nearest uh, town. You can always say it's the same. Member of Parliament constituency. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This was same like again dependencies also correct. Everyone. That's right. I'm all. Yes. I'm from. Are you from SV University? Yes. Me too, buddy. Oh. I'm in my law there. Nice to meet you. My mine is Kotala Village. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Ne- next person, please. Suja. Ragul Garu, thank you for your time. and i'm i'm in l1 visa and uh, re- uh, recently i have upgraded uh, my extension l1 extension to premium and i got approval even though my uh, lawyer was saying that my validity i got is 12 15 2020 from date and uh, end date also 12 15 2020 and they were saying that uh, they are working with usas and not getting any update and my 240 days is, is going to end in mid of august so what i have to do whether i have so to wait, leave the country so 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 wait you filed an l1 extension you yes. got the l1 extension but they gave the wrong date so your lawyers are working to get the date fixed is right yes that's what they were saying yes why don't you tell them to refile the entire application again and get it done in premium processing refile it the application yeah. i yeah file one more amendment for the existing okay. thing and get okay. it approved so that you have all written proofs and do it in premium processing so is it possible yeah you can okay so they have to file the one more amendment again and uh, again they have to uh, upgrade it to premium that's right oh that's okay. right so in that way Okay. The the reason is that USCIS <laughs> they do a mistake they never respond. No, oh, um, that's what happening and two uh, forty days is going. We to know end. that we know that. So so now the question is what will happen if uh, if after two forty days I don't know I I'll just refile the application get it resolved. Now that's going to cost more money but you know but what that's the best solution that I can think about. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you, thank you, Raghuram. Next person, please. Morgan. Hey, Raghuram. Uh, this is Morgan. So I have a question. Uh, so my wife was in Hajjwan and she lost her job in April of 2020. So she filed a change of status to H4 on May 2020 uh, at the uh, Vermont Center. Uh, mm-hmm. Then I'm the primary applicant. So I changed the job in September of 2020. So again, they filed H one H four extension of stay for her. Smart. Yeah, uh, at the uh, uh, at the Vermont uh, at the Nebraska Center. Okay, mm-hmm. and again in February, I changed the job. Um, uh, then again, they filed the H four status at the Vermont Center. So mm-hmm. the, uh, all the three pending applications were all three were pending. On February, like uh, she got uh, biometrics for all the three. So on the single day, she got biometrics for all the three. But in May of 2021, uh, the second application got approved. 
that was change of status mm-hmm. okay uh with so, the effective date of uh, uh july 2022 uh 2023 but mm-hmm. uh, the first application last week got denied stating that the second application she is already in hcho status and we cannot change, uh, change again to hcho status so what should i do with that denial uh what's your problem uh because uh, the second application got approved only from july uh 2020 but oh, the first fine. application i requested that's from fine. you don't have to May you're 2020. fine you're fine you're fine you don't have any problem you have another h4 status pending from that time to july so you are under no problem you got the approval right now mm-hmm. so there is a two months gap for which uh, you told the, me the no, it's three pending. months gap it's three months gap not yeah. two months april to july is three months gap that's fine but you said to me that you have a receipt notice so if somebody ask yeah. whether her legal status is so we will tell that that it was pending for the three months period it was denied later on so it will not cause any problem for you okay now uh, again there are last question is i have uh, one year based on, on the first application and one year based on the second such for application so should i withdraw it or one or no. leave the both don't withdraw leave leave all the things never withdraw anything she's good Okay, thank you, Rob. Who knows if you withdraw one, they'll withdraw both. <laughs> uh, I'll take the next two callers, guys. The number ends with eight two double four. Hello, thank you, um, uh, Rahul, for answering this question. Uh, we have uh, a daughter who is aging out in March, twenty twenty two. actually end of 2022 and uh, we have a priority date of uh, march 9 uh, 2012 in eb2 category we were not able to uh, apply for the eb3 due to employers issues uh, so i'm just wondering uh, we already got the i140 approved in 2012 so is my daughter protected according to the child uh, you know status protection act or not wait how long what is the priority date you said march 9 2012 in eb2 so no she is not protected though because uh the priority date is not current yet for her okay so, so there are couple means- current means uh, the filing date chart needs to be current no, with the filing no no the final action date has to be current for her okay okay so um we just applied for eb3 uh, after 6 months of persuasion uh, employers ah, they applied you did yes. not tell you did not tell me that and they just applied for eb3 uh, that and not applied actually sorry they applied for only the uh, perm process uh, yesterday why so would they, they file a perm application yeah 6 months you know they applied uh, they said that it's going to take 6 months so what are our chances of my daughter getting into the if we get it we we are going to apply for what like what kind of law firm these people have why I are have this no idea and well, this why, is a they're just ripping yeah they're ripping yes. off the employer like left and right uh, they can just file the downgrade application file for it for you everything will be resolved right now but because yeah. the problem is ours was national interest waiver ah 
and it was a self petition 2012 uh, no 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 i got the petition. point i i i agree with sorry i take back what i said about your lawyers okay sorry about that but you know uh, they should have applied for perm uh, six months ago when we asked in october but they did not do that they yeah, did that the advertisement yes. i got the i got the point I got the point, but at least definitely, uh, uh, definitely, uh, you cannot downgrade the application with the National Interest Waiver. Okay, um, so you applied for the perm labor. Did you applied for the perm, or you applied for the prevailing wage? I'll take the I, next two callers, guys. After that, I will. Uh, did you apply the yeah. prevailing wage or labor certification? I think it's a labor certification. They said that it's going to take six months, and after that, we can apply for EB three. So if we get EB three in uh, EB three and downgrade and four eighty five at same time, if we apply in six months, uh, what are my daughter's chances of uh, getting into the queue and just getting included in the application? Um, and she's getting twenty one when? Uh, by end of twenty twenty two. End of twenty twenty. It's very high. Uh, very high chances are there. as long as But, we put the 485 application in 6 months by probably like you know by uh, march or april uh, uh it's okay, it's, right? it's right no it's not it's not that by putting the putting it she will be fine there are a couple of things that has to happen the final action dates have to be current okay. because eb3 it's already current right you know it's very well, it went up you to never, 2000 well well that doesn't work that way though uh, oh. our stupid guys are living in mars uh, they oh. don't live in a, in the same world we do so <laughs> and yeah. uh, um so but right now at this point of time though you're doing all the things what you can there's nothing can be done right now other than what you're doing Yes, and actually, my husband he's a physician. Uh, so we applied for EB one. They lost the receipt, and we are not even able to. It has been four months ago. We applied in EB one, and they lost the receipt, and we are not able to find online. And they also can't find it. They are not answering. What do you mean you lost the receipt? You you Because, can chat with you. You can chat with Emma and get it. The other no, thing is that yeah, Emma can't recognize the receipt number. and they okay. sent us the receipt number with src number that's not visible for the agents we have been on phone almost every week for an hour so so the check has been cashed agent. check has been cashed uh check has been cashed yes at the back of the check you can't read it uh no we have no idea about it uh, but they said that they can't uh, see any receipt in the system but they are still looking into that ma'am 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 back of the check okay did you write okay. the check did the lawyer write the check uh we we wrote the check go to the bank pull the check out look at the back of it there will okay. be a file number and okay. normally i have this big magnifying glass to look into <laughs> okay okay that's right thank you so okay. much thanks for your yeah. answer look yeah. at it you'll really find it Yeah, thank you so much. And, and is it EB one? Why? Why did not you? So, did you file in normal processing or premium processing? Uh, normal processing. Uh, we haven't done the premium processing because we have done why it twice before. Why didn't you do premium <laughs> processing? And the what happens is they always say that you are eligible. You have all the criteria, but they say this is not a uh, this is not sufficient. But still, twice. you need to file a premium processing anyway. Watch the check at the back and and get back. Or if you need, 
anything, okay? Next yeah, person, Thank you please. so much. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Vishnu? Uh, ma'am, I, I put a video for you, ma'am. I want you to watch that video. Uh, Child Service Protective Act. I want you to watch that video. Go ahead. Vishnu, go ahead. Yeah, Rahul. So, my perm got approved. Uh, I mean, my perm uh, priority date is like November 1st, 2020. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, I'm able to file uh, uh, I-140. So, I would like to check uh, if I have to apply for EB3 or EB2. What is your priority date? November 1st, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I will, I will, uh, you know, do one thing, okay? You, yeah. Are you married? No, not yet. You have a brother, any siblings? Yeah, I do have my brother, yeah. Okay, give a coin to him, let him toss, <laughs> call the okay. heads and tails. If anything go wrong, we both will blame him, okay? That's all I can tell you right now. Next person. Okay. Please. Okay. Uh, one more thing. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. So I'm about to file uh, family based for my parents. Uh, I mean, which is uh, right now. Uh, I mean, my mother's own sister is about to file it. So I'm just checking. Uh, even my parents don't have any visitor visa as such. So you want me to file visitor visa first and then go for family no, visa. No, you, you, why do you want your parents to get a green card though? Uh, I mean, as there is an option. Uh, just no, but there it. is an 18 year waiting period for them to get the green card. Yeah, right. So, How old are they and at what age would they come in? I mean, and also uh, I would mm -hmm. rather want them to first get the visiting visa then you okay. can file an I-130. If you file an I-130 and try to apply for a visiting visa, they will have a minus point in there because they applied for the green card. So first apply for a first apply for the visiting visa. Okay. 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 Makes sense. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Next person and the last person. Sorry about that. The next conference call will be Thursday at eleven thirty, guys. Sharat. Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I'm Sharat Kundan here. Uh, I have a question. Uh, my son is uh, aging out in on uh, October 26th this year. And uh, uh, my priority date is uh, October uh, 2013. Uh, last is year, it... I... mm -hmm. Keep going. Last year, I filed uh, my uh, I-45 for me and my wife, uh, not for my son, because, yeah, here, I'm saying uh, because my F, uh, son's F1 was approved, which was starting from December 2020. And well, first, 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 I need some more clarification. Yes. Did you apply for I-140 in October or you did not? Yes. Uh, Is I that I-140 approved? Uh, not yet. Uh, my fingerprinting is done. Uh, uh, and what, is, what, did, what did you say is a priority date? Uh, October 2013. So, why would not you apply in October uh, for your son? Um, uh, why? Because uh, my uh, lawyer uh, attorney said that uh, since your F1 is approved and he is, he is in third year, I don't want to take a chance that uh, he his F1 may... Oh, come on. Come on. Hey, you need to have a consultation with me. Today, one guy got the green card and he's crying. You know why? Uh, yeah. Please. His priority date became current, and before the kid has been added, 
they got the green card oh so yeah so that was my that is my concern uh, my uh, my uh, i140 is not yet approved so i i actually applied for premium processing appeal but why would you apply premium processing yeah i at that time i was not sure so re, uh, reply came from uscis that we we cannot process this time apply after 30 days but why would why did you file premium processing means at that time i was not aware of this uh, that I, once i uh, i'm approved i may get if i'm i'm getting green card then my son may, may not get that so uh, right now it is not yet approved and i don't want to go for premium processing right now my, my question is my question okay. is that uh, charlie has said that my priority date may current in september i'm just yes. waiting for that one If yeah. it is done, then I can apply for my son. Uh, yes, you can. The thing is that shall I apply for premium processing also along with that at that time? If the, if yeah, you can. Yeah, process. if if it becomes current, you can. Okay. If it is not become current, and in October, suppose in October the final uh, date of filing is current, means it is allowed to file. I can file for my son, right? yeah you can because my uh, son's birth birthday is in october 26 2021 he will be 21 no you can still even file in november also so in november i can file but at that time his age will not be freezed no no oh wait wait if it becomes uh no you can even file in november you can even file in december also yeah but november if it november november december also because he will be more than 21 yeah but he is not going to be more than 21 what's the video that i sent to you okay because of i140 uh, is not approved that's but right sir 9 month it is pending so his age is you deduct 9 months from his age but my lawyer is saying that okay 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 you you are doing everything wrong you are doing ev- you should have filed the 485 application in, in october for your son you should not have filed the premium processing at all everything what you're doing everything is against the books i want you to watch the video that i sent to you okay now and have a consultation i means uh, well, well, I this to. is i want you to have a consultation privately though okay okay so there's a link there you can watch the video before you have a consultation now okay. thank you guys for coming in the next conference call will be tomorrow at 11:30 okay thanks thanks bro thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review For more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day